Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> I think it's going to be a running joke that you don't know the title of this it's podcast. It's so long. It's so long. <laughs> we'll just call it Danger Pod. Danger Pod. I yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Cult of the Lamb, uh, which came out this year. And mm-hmm. as I was saying earlier to you, could be my game of the year. Pretty confident mm. about this. Yeah. It was developed by Massive Monster and published by Devolver Digital, which has a very, very good track record for indie games. Um, And it's exceptional. We have both played this quite a bit. Um, We both streamed it as well. So that kind of, I think, is going to guide our perspective of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It is kind of a two-part game. It is partly Dungeon Crawler Rogue Light. Um, A little bit of hack and slash that changes up each time you go in. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is part farm simulator a la Animal Crossing uh, where you come back and set up your cult, right? But I feel like it's a lot more gruesome because there's like so much more death and blood and gore involved in the farming. There is a dark lens (laughs) to this game. And yeah. I'm all for it. Uh, there, it definitely led to some moments of, like, clutch your pearls. Like, oh my god. Like, woo! <laughs> but I think overall, there was, uh, there was a, there's a lot to love. Mm-hmm. A lot to love. Um, so let me ask you this. What did you name your cult? I named my cult the Holy Temple of Bald. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had multiple cults, uh, the flannel flock, flannel flock was one cult of the flamb is the other one. Um, because I love this game so much that I started it on stream on day one on my switch. I think it is a fantastic switch game. I think all of those farming style games, farm sim style games, uh, lend itself very well to be able to pick up and play handhelds play a little bit before you go to bed, that type of thing. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, the Switch is showing its age and the frame rates on it were pretty bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Additionally, I found out halfway through that first stream that there is Twitch integration that cannot be accessed through the Switch. So I, I bought the game a second time the next day and started over uh willingly let me say that i loved this game enough that it was not bothersome to me to buy it twice for i think it was like 25 bucks a pop do you know what's so funny tell me that that's me with disney dreamlight valley i paid for disney dreamlight valley on my pc and then so i could play it on my own i play i bought it on my switch how much i thought it how much was it cost dreamlight um, it was for the the big for the but i bought everything i wanted all of the things i wanted all the things to come with it and then it was only 30 dollars for the smaller one because i because you can cloud save and play it on different platforms but this episode is not about disney dreamlight valley this is oh, about cult is, of land yeah before we go back to Land, disney dreamlight valley is on xbox game pass it's just so you know you can get that real cheap real cheap <gasps> oh i don't have xbox no but they have it on pc as well they have Xbox what? Game Pass PC. That's where I play. How much is it? It's like fifteen bucks a month, full price. Uh, but you can often get a deal for like three dollars. You get it for three months. 
So for the future, Let's talk more about this after. Anyhow, after this. <laughs> didn't mean to break your heart. Uh, Cult of the Lamb, fantastic game. Yes, um, I consistently felt throughout this game, I don't want this to end. I don't know okay. uh, how you felt about it. That said, I beat it once and restarted. I. I have questions and, about that for later, for spoilers, but sure. later, no, 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 for later, for later. I don't want to ask cool, it cool, now. Cool. Yeah, let's get into just, like, the game in general, our experience yes. with it, and then we'll pop into some spoiler coverage, um, and then we'll, 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 we'll wrap up the review and go home and take a nap. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, ge- so, general gameplay. General gameplay. You are this little cute fucking lamb. The art style is very cartoony. It's a 2D characters in a somewhat 3D world. Yeah, it doesn't Um, feel very flat. It's like drawn flat, but it's still very like 3D. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Art style is adorable. We've talked about it a number of times now. It is stylized to a point that it will not feel aged in a few years. Um, it's fantastic. So you are this cult in this mythical world and all of the lambs have been sacrificed. You then, um, are the last of your kind to be sacrificed, but, but upon being sacrificed, instead of dying, like you were meant to, you meet the one who waits, who is essentially a deity, demon, 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 devil equivalent who offers you a deal to start a cult in their name for immortality, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then you spend the game taking down four other deities, Mm -hmm. um, trying to free the one that waits. And while doing so, you are meant to put a cult up in their name and spread their word through the the world uh, and recruit in cultists to help worship them and your character as a result. So that's the game. The game also has a lot of... Do you have a miniature hand that you're using to comb your beard right now? Yeah. (laughs) Why do you have that? (laughs) Is that part of your your doll? I have a... I have a Trixie Mattel Barbie right here. Yeah. And okay. it came with extra hands. And I realized that I had an extra hand and I was playing with it. And then I realized how sharp it was and that my beard was kind of itchy because I don't normally have a beard. And I thought, oh, this would be a great like beard scratch. So I've just been scratching my beard with it while you talk. And it was. It is a great beard scratch. It's really, It's really doing the job. Beautiful. Love it. For those of you that can't grow hair on your face, it gets really itchy. It does, yeah. You got to push through. I find at the end of like a week, week and a half, you got to push through and then you'll be fine. No, but I have to shave it in a week and a half. So is it even worth it? I mean, we talked about it. I think you just rock the mustache. Yeah, I'm going to rock the mustache. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. So, I mean, that is essentially the gameplay. You rotate between going into four different worlds, progressing uh, to each one of them uh, incrementally throughout the game. You go through, you fight a number of cutesy, mostly cutesy little animals, um, and you collect resources while you're out fighting. You can also recruit new cultists while you're out adventuring. You get Mm -hmm. to the end of your little level, you come back, you use those resources to build up your cult. There's a number of different progression trees, 
both for your cult and the farm status, uh, as well as for your character personally, um, to make them stronger for future combat situations. Mm-hmm. Now, what, but I, what I liked about it is that the progression tree, you get, you get to it by worship. Yeah, by devotion yeah. from your, by devotion. Your, your cultists that come in. And it is a, um, it's a resource that you can mm-hmm. basically accumulate, which is great. I think every layer of this game adds mm. more to the universe within it. I think they're all situated and given explanation and cause very well. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're just like, hey, this is an RPG. So you can just like, you do RPG things. They're like, no, no, no. You you collect cultists who worship you more. And because they're here and you have more hands and more devotion, you can actually now build something else, which mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense in the sense of the game. Yeah. And it's a nice kind of game with it, with the way that you build the devotion is that your cultists, you can create a cult that's based in like vegetarianism and, and being true and right and following the proper path. Or you can be absolutely sacrificial, like death, like kill everyone. I am your God like yeah. cults. So that's what I like about it. Or you can take little aspects from each of them. Like I was very like on both sides of the coin. Like I could choose and pick like with different sides of it. And I was just like ruthless with them things, but then fair with others. Yeah. I, through my first playthrough, you kind of don't, you're kind of feeling it around as you go. And, um, I accidentally created a cult that, um, your cultists get old and they, they'll die naturally. Um, yeah. Or there's many other ways you can sacrifice them um, yes. in true cult Which I fashion. did as, as much as I could. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> I accidentally created a cult that if your old cultists die of natural causes, your cult basically loses faith in you. So yeah. accidentally, I had to... I created a necessity and put... Continuously put old cultists in a fight pit against each other where they fight to the death and one of them will die that way and it was a necessity and then i would sacrifice the winner because if they died of natural causes the the whole fucking cult falls into pandemonium jackson i just want to fall deep into this and say i did the exact same thing but uh it was not on accident it was, on purpose. <laughs> yeah. it was very much on purpose although i didn't get the fight ring i like that i didn't do the yeah. fight ring i would just fight if pit. they they would just, if they got old and died of natural causes, they would see me as weak. So yeah. I had to, I would ascend them and sacrifice them. But if, yep. if I knew a fight pit was a possibility, yeah. mama. So it's also gladiatorial that so that when the fight pit finishes, it's a very short, cute animation of <laughs> them trying to kill each other. Um, but it's cute. And when it ends, they give you basically the gladiator option. Thumbs up or thumbs down. So the pit can end and you can be like, spare them. Or you can be like, fucking get them. Kill them. So you it. killed two people. No, no, no. Just just the one. But they could both walk away in theory. Uh, but yeah, just oh. the one. And then the winner, to me, had like this this uh, ascending moment. And the first time I ascended them, they, they you read the text and it's like, oh yeah, for them to you know get closer to God or, or whatever the situation is. They straight up get murdered by a tentacle monster. And I was like... Yeah. Oh no no no! But, that's the one. That's the one where they rise into the ceiling and then just explode into yeah. bones and meat. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. shit! I loved it so much. I it was very. It, so it was, it was dark but whimsical. 
And I fucking love when games strike that balance. Yeah. Um, so the Twitch integration was fantastic. Now, when it released, and I played it right away, this was one of my most anticipated games of the year. Um, when it released, it was kind of broken. It was another situation yes. of unexpected success from a small indie developer. So it was very, very popular for the first few weeks that it was out. I think they sold over a million copies in the first week or something like that. Well, I, I remember that it was the only thing I saw on Twitch. That's all I was It was I huge. Would yeah. It was huge, right? And, uh... But as they slowly started to fix it, there was a number of different ways they very intelligently used Twitch integration, right? Number one was your Twitch chat could spend channel points to contribute to the totem, the cult's totem, right? Which gives you, after 10 people contribute, a spin of a wheel, which can give you a number of resources or Twitch exclusive skins, right? So that was cool. Then they also did... Um, your follower raffle. Yes. Right? So you could uh, recruit a new follower and then put it to a raffle and anyone who's watching your stream can enter their own name in. If they win the raffle, they get to personally design that character and it has their Twitch handle. They exist in your cult, which I yeah. thought was such a fun way to interact with your chat. I don't think that enough games take into consideration the impact that Twitch has, like, mm -hmm. um, and doesn't cater enough to giving a layer of interactivity. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. they did it so smartly. Well, I found it was so exciting, and especially for people who are in my chat, it's like they would beg to be, they were just like, I need to be in this thing. I want yeah. you to sacrifice me. Like, I yeah. want this to happen. And then once they were in it, they would stay because they were just like, I want to see if I make it. I want to see yeah. if you sacrifice me. Like, I had people being like, please don't, please just let me die of natural causes. I want to be able to, like, have the option to maybe come back. Because if you're sacrificed, you can't come back. But if you die, you may be able to come back kind can, of thing. Kind of could be resurrected. I think it, yeah. it was so smart because it, it gave people their own story line for your mm -hmm. gameplay do you know what i mean yeah. like i would literally start a stream and my going live message was have you checked on your cultists lately because anything can happen to them that would be completely different from the person next to them and i thought that that mm -hmm. was so so smart and it creates a level of involvement from the viewers to the mm -hmm. the stream itself yeah um, i loved it no i love that yeah, I wish that more games sort of did that because I feel like a lot of time when you're watching on Twitch, there's a lot of people who are like streaming. Like, I know people aren't watching me for my extremely esports gameplay. Like, I get that. That's fine. You know, I know mm -hmm. I'm not good. I know they're there for my personality. They're there for the connection. They're there for me to fuck up and, you know, giggle about it. But I feel like a lot of the times they are just watching me play a game I want to play in a way that I want to play. And I try to integrate them as much as possible. But I feel like having something like a Twitch integration allows it to be a little bit more of like a group effort and everyone can have a little bit more fun with it rather than it being sort of like a selfish one-sided thing that they're just watching. You know? Yeah, I, I often feel exactly that. I think you and I both have a very similar approach to our streams in that, yes, it's an entertainment platform yes it's a performance outlet but we both do want to involve our communities for me starting mm -hmm. community was number one on my priority i want to develop a community where everyone feels warm and welcome and feels like they're just reconnecting with old friends hanging out watching video games right mm -hmm. so i want them to feel involved and there's only so much that can happen when we're playing almost any game 
And it's like, yeah, they can ask questions, make comments about it, point out certain things. We can talk about stuff on completely random tangents, but for the, it's rare that they're feeling completely involved and that they have a hand in how it's playing out. Mm -hmm. um, because the last thing that they implemented for Twitch integration, and it was very, very broken when it first started, but there is a help or hinder option. Oh, those fuckers, they would always hinder me. Of course, chaos goblins, all of them. Um, but there's the option to come in and basically say, I want, it goes to a vote intermittently, just kind of completely randomly. And mm -hmm. everyone votes to help or hinder the streamer. Mm -hmm. So help can be something like, here's a bunch of resources. Here's a companion to help you on your fights. Here's a resurrection of one of your pre previously killed um, cultists. And hinder can be like, you lose a health bar. Um, everyone vomits. Everyone shits all over your cult. <laughs> There's shit right? everywhere. There's just shit everywhere. <laughs> um, and I think, again, that just adds another layer of you are p participating. You are an active contributor to this experience. Yeah. And I now. I love that. Now, going from that, let's go into more of the nitty gritty. So music and art style. What do you think of those? Fucking top, tip top for both of them. Tip top Honest, for the music? Honestly, yes. Yeah? You don't think I so? Tell it was me, fine. Tell I me thought it thoughts. was fine. It was, it was the, the tip top. The music was just sort of cute. It wasn't very memorable. It was very sort of like almost slightly annoying. Like I understand that they, they, they got the, the, the mood of each scene that you were in and they, that worked really, really well. But I almost found the music to be very secondary and kind of just like sort of um, repetitive. I don't know. I wasn't big into the music, but I did. The, but I will say the art style was very beautiful and very well done and timeless. Yeah. So art style was great. It was cute. Um, that's kind of. I don't think that there's anything groundbreaking or or with a, an unparalleled level of depth. It was cute. There's a cutesy 2D uh, art style. But I think for the music, I think it is a standout element for me. Um, really? Yeah, yeah because there was a number of times, especially early on, and sure, it was fueled by my excitement to be playing one of my most anticipated games. But mm -hmm. as it played, um, I just found myself kind of like bopping along to it and being like really, really just vibing with the music in ways I didn't typically. And like you said, I think it did differentiate tone depending on what was happening uh, very, very well. Um, mm -hmm. I also had a fun experience where, you know, I would post about it on my Instagram account um, and I had a friend reach out to me and was like, the soundtrack though, right? I was like, this is one of my favorite games of all time. He goes, oh, I haven't played it. I've just been listening to the soundtrack. And I was like, whoa. I, maybe I, I like, got to go okay. back and listen to the soundtrack. Okay. I might have spoke too soon. You know? Again, it could be, you know, we each have different experiences for it. And it was such a mm -hmm. hotly anticipated thing for me that I was in such a good mood. And it was it was a thing that a number of people pointed out in the time that we were streaming it. Um, wow. Just to see Jackson fully excited about a game to this level is, is a different layer to this stream as well. So I fucking loved this game good i love that well i think spoiler wise like can we make it to the spoiler part we can dive let's dive all the way into spoilers okay so so here's what i wanted to ask about the spoilers 
was that there is an aspect to this that I, I was really genuinely curious about because I there was a part of the game where it's right at the end where you fight the the one who waits and you get to the end and they turn and they change you know and they're just like Boop. they're and they're like please don't kill me I'm on my knees da 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 and you can either sacrifice them or you can forgive them what did you pick great question I think I forgave them because I wanted to recruit them as a follower. Both times? I didn't finish it on my second playthrough. I did not finish the game. Uh, okay, so that's what I want to know because I forgave them because I wanted to recruit them. Right. But I also, I wanted to know what happens if you sacrifice them. Do you just kill them and then it's done? Let's find out together. Are we going to find out? Alternate endings? Yeah. Call to the Lamb? Sacrifice final boss. The Washington Post. <laughs> all possible uh, endings. So all there's endings. ten minutes. Ten minutes all worth endings. of endings. Are there? Yeah, there are two conceivable endings in Call to the Lamb. Tell the me. one who waits, the last monster, will abduct your followers and demand that you commit ritual suicide upon your arrival at the arena. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, are you going to do the ritual suicide or not? Like, there's all these things, and I didn't do them. No. Okay, so bad guess. ending... All that's required for you to follow the one who waits. If you follow his advice and commit suicide, the game will end on a credit scene and you lose all progress. Oh my god, okay. So if you did kill yourself, then it just ends. Why? You'll have to start the game again if you want to see the other possible endings. So let's, let's back up really briefly and say that you get to the end of the game, you've killed the four deities, you're trying to uh, release the one that waits. Then you get there and he's like, cool, I got it from here. You're done. You can kill yourself now, right? Which And then you just... You could, you could but I think it's safe to say most people would say, fuck off. <laughs> and then yeah. um, it becomes a, a boss fight. You fight him. Um, and it actually becomes a two-tiered boss fight. Um, I will say that Story-wise, it was the most predictable twist ever that you spend the entire game trying to fight in this person's name and then you get there and they're like, cool, uh, I'll take it from here. Now we can fight. I was yeah, not no, at all. I saw that coming. I, like, I saw that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think that it like necessarily cheapened the experience. I was still all on board with it. Um, yeah. And then it's a two-phase boss fight. Did you find it particularly difficult? No, because, and there is no shame in this, besties. There is no shame in easy mode because halfway through, oh, yeah. I went from medium right to easy mode because I was just like, this game is going to take me forever if I keep this on medium. I am trying to concentrate on streaming, chatting, and playing this game. It's too hard. I feel like if I was on my own, I probably would have powered through it on medium. But because I was trying to multitask, I put it to easy. But when you do put it to easy mode, boss levels become a joke. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a joke. I barely, yeah. It's I, he barely touched me in the boss level. Yeah. So I will say that even I played it on hard initially because I uh, was cocky, and then I it was very <laughs> fucking difficult because all the only real difference is that, um, or the most tangible difference I should say is that you start with two hearts instead of three, so you can't hey. get hit as much. Yeah. Um, even on medium, the main boss. 
simple. I don't think I, I think I finished the first phase without getting hit. The second mm -hmm. phase was a bit more of a challenge, but not really. Um, so from a difficulty standpoint for a last boss, a culmination of all that you've worked for, not particularly challenging, but I think it also struck a balance of, we want you to be able to experience this ending. And if you go back and fight the final boss repeatedly, cause you keep dying, it's not really adding anything. So I think it was a kind of, it was a good balance. It just wasn't particularly difficult. Um, yeah. I think they kind of force your hand. I think you're going to want to spare the boss because it is the only boss or it is the only follower that you can have that will never die. They are absolutely immortal. But where's, where's the appeal in continuing to play the game after you've beaten the boss? So that's a great point. You could just shut it down. You've accomplished all that you needed to and, and you are done. Mm -hmm. And is that what you did? You kind of hit that final boss, locked it up, and then you were like, Alt F4, done with game. Yeah, off to Disney Dreamlight Valley, gone. Like, there wasn't anything that kept me around to want to stay. But also, I'm going to be really honest. Like, I didn't, I found it was too difficult to create a cohesive, happy um, cult that was also beautiful. Okay. Right? And, so, did and you I feel like spend a lot of time trying to make it aesthetically appealing, like go through and decorate everything? No, I said the opposite. I, I spent, I had this ugly dirt squirrel cult and <laughs> the happiest cultist ever, but it was ugly. It was disgusting. Like it wasn't nice. And I think that's what wanted, that pulled me away from it was that I couldn't, I couldn't be able to farm these things properly to be able to, to make my cult look good. I just got through the game and finished it. I almost like speed ran it to the point where mm -hmm. I just finished it where they were happy enough for me to be, and I had just enough followers to be able to make it to my final levels, uh, rather than having this really cool, beautiful cult. Cause I would watch other people's streams and I'd be like, Oh my God, your cult is stunning. Mm -hmm. Like it's beautiful in there. Like there's mm -hmm. so many things that you did to it. Like, did you make yours nice looking? So to an extent, I find that, um, with most games, the aesthetics are not important to me, right? Like, especially if they don't contribute to anything gameplay wise, the You're only so time <laughs> the only time initially that I would, uh, do anything decoration wise is if they, if one of your cultists came to you and said, Hey, uh, can I get you to do this little side quest for me? Can you decorate three fucking things? Right. Um, that being said, I did get to a point where as I had more cultists and built up more beds and spaces for them, I made jokes about how I was building a, a condo complex and tried to make that space a little bit nicer. Um, mm -hmm. but aside from that, I, it does not, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't care. See, that's the thing I care. I want my place to look good, but yeah. I need it to be not easy, but I need it to be a little bit more accessible than I found that game made it accessible. I found it was very hard to get coins, like very hard. Mm. to be able to make money. Um, I found it was very easy for me to make devotion, but for me to make actual money or farming things that I would need was like a slightly bit of a nightmare. Like it was hard to get that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you find you really had to grind a lot to be able to do stuff. And if you grinded too much, I found that your whole cult got upset. Yeah. You know, so. the longer you spend away from your cult, the more they're upset because you're not there to kind of perform their daily maintenance stuff, right? Yeah, and to make them happy. Yeah. Um, so this is a game that when it was released, uh, the credits were like 
15 people that worked on the game and the rest was all like PR and marketing, right? Um, And then once it released and was very, very successful, that team expanded very quickly. Um, And from PR and marketing or development? The development side, because uh, I think they even, from a community management perspective, had one person when it launched and then had three within like two weeks of that. Um, It is a game that they said right from the get-go, it's on the home screen. We intend to add more updates to this game. Um, I don't know if that necessarily means that they're free or if it's DLC. Is this Mm -hmm. a game that you think that you will revisit as they release small intermittent new DLCs or additions to it? I wouldn't do a small DLC. I would need a, I would need a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I would need a pretty big DLC. Like I would need like, uh, another four or five gods to have to be, I would need like a lot more of the bugs fixed because I I found like people couldn't get into my cult and all this stuff. And if they did, they only had the option of like one thing. They couldn't do any of the exclusive skins. Like there was a lot of bugs with that. Um, so, I mean, I would go back and I would definitely recommend it to people, but I think it would need to be pretty beefy for me to go back. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I respect that. I think for myself, I am excited. I want them to release new stuff. I would love to go back to it. So I said, I started it a third time technically. Um, Mm -hmm. basically I beat it, Started it on Switch, played for four hours, reset, no regrets. Really excited to get into the Twitch integration stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And then finished it and Mm -hmm. then continued on that farm for a little while, on that cult, before resetting entirely. Um, This was a game that I felt had more longevity um, and I could see myself going back to it absolutely 100% when new DLC or new additions come out. But I even started to kind of build myself some challenges. Like you see Sims 4 is a big deal uh, for streaming and it's a game that's been out for like forever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But part of the longevity in it is that people create their own challenges. They do like the 100 baby challenge. They do the black Uh, widow challenge. They do all these things. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, what if I start making my own challenges? I do a hundred follower cult challenge where I try to put in a hundred cultists at the same time without having them die. I play on hard difficulty or very hard difficulty just to try and get through it. I uh, also tried to go back for most of the achievements. I'm still missing two, I think. But when the DLC comes, I'll likely hit those as well. It was a game that I felt replayability-wise has a little bit because you can try different approaches to your cult like we explained mm-hmm. that we both kind of did um but i don't think it's super high replayability unless you really go out of your way to push yourself to yeah to find i was gonna it. say you got to be pretty creative to do a replayability for this one you yeah. know it's not something like one you can just like whip out there it feels like and sims is so already like so deeply ingrained in gaming already that yeah. I feel like it's easy for Sims to be able to continue to grow with stuff like that. When I feel like Cult of the Lamb is still so indie that I don't know how. I feel like if they were to come out with DLCs, I think they would have to work pretty hard to get people to continue to play it. Because it did feel like almost like a, I don't want to say a one hit wonder, you know, because it was a very good game. But I feel like if they want people to go back and continue to play it, I think they would probably have to give them quite a big thing. Because the main story is over. The main story is done, you know? So it's almost yeah. like you would have to add a DLC that would be like a second story. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I could see them taking this game, and and I think what I would enjoy if they did is if they took this game and said from the, the story perspective, okay, there's a new set of gods that are moving in on your turf. So yeah. you now have to play defense, essentially, and go to different areas to stop them trying to encroach on your space and um, yeah. kind of reset the story that way, but also layer it into a new a new approach to kind of press yeah. press you to go back and, and, and play some more. Or travel and spread the word, you know, <clears throat> so anything like that, you know. Sure. But, but with that being said, with everything that we've talked about with this game and how much you love it i already know what the rating's going to be but if you were to rate this game what would it be i think this is a perfect one out of one cult get into it one one, one cult, out of one one out of one <laughs> one out of one cult i will say this though i think this could be my game of the year um i think like elden ring might compete um okay just as like a massive hit for the year. I think that this for me personally could be my game of the year. Um, I will also say that I think the game is very enriched by streaming it. I think it is a different experience for you and I than it would be for just random person to pick up and play. I think it would still be very enjoyable, but I don't think it has the same level of oomph for some. The connection, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10, uh, one out of one cult, get into it what do you think what would you rate i would give it um eight out of ten um sacrificed bleeding out lambs uh while i loved it and had a really good time with it and i had a lot of fun i found it to be slightly repetitive and a little bit difficult um with like like what i said with keeping things looking nice because i found them to be a little bit hard to be able to achieve those things um and the replayability i do find to be a little bit lacking but overall very fun game had a great time with it really really enjoyed it um and yeah it's fucking beautiful i love it (laughs) with that being said thank you guys so much for joining us for another week of it's dangerous to go alone i got it right you got it i'm so proud of you (laughs) only four episodes in four episodes in and i got it Uh, we're going to be back next time with a little bit more of game reviews of a game you might have played or you might not have played. And we're looking forward to hanging out with you guys a little bit more. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for being here, everyone. Bye. Bye. Absolutely fucking crushed it.